Top that keg. I'm just here for the beer. He's just here for the beer radio with your hosts, Joe Leary and Rick Mohabir. Just here for the beer radio, sponsored by Angry Otter Liquor Stores and their flagship liquor on 248. Check out Angry Otter Liquor where local lives. Why choose between variety and experience when you can have both? Go to angryotterliquor.crs for a location near you. It's Joe Larry and Rick Mohabir from Just Here for the Beer, justhereforthebeer.com, at JHFTB on social media. You can also download previous episodes of the podcast through the various streaming sources. And we're broadcasting from Kingfisher's Waterfront Bar and Grill in Maple Ridge. Nice to be here. This is a, this is a road trip for us. Oh, definitely a road this, trip. We put some mileage on today, but it's certainly worth it right on the Fraser River. Fortunately, the weather, other than that, that freakish snow period and ice period that's behind us now can you yes. imagine what this is going to be like give it like oh, six to eight weeks oh. a couple of months from now just gorgeous hey look everybody it's david brown from bridge yeah. Brewing in uh, north vancouver cheers guys david this is this is quite a road trip for you too but well worth it huh yeah absolutely it was a, a nice drive and worth it for this view it's Great a beautiful scenery. spot we a- got here absolutely so what's going on with bridge we saw you last um i, I want to say in december yeah, I um i was how was the holidays for you yeah, holidays are great. Yeah. Uh, busy as always. People are doing a lot of uh, celebrating, a lot of drinking. So we still we still got to work. We got to get the beer out there responsibly, of course. Of course, we need of course. to we need to mention that. Um, and the uh, holiday season again. This was kind of the first holiday that we actually had a reasonable one mm-hmm. for the first time in a couple of years. Did you notice an uptick in in sales? Were you able to get supplies out there to people? Yeah, we we're definitely able to get supplies out there. Yeah, I, I think store stayed nice and steady. Um, I mean, it was my first time back with the family really and getting everybody together and then having extended family and friends over and all the things that we've missed for the last few years and with all that comes uh food and drink so like and wait yeah <laughs> I'm, still, I'm feeling that still it's any uh any bold predictions for what 2023 holds in the world of beer because i mean you know we're kind of a we're kind of ipa-ish on the west coast um the sours have certainly had a good run in 21 and 22 True. Um, they're still there, but maybe trickling out a little bit. Like, what's what's the next thing? Do you have any idea? It's such a fun market for that. It it, it changes every year, and I, I like it's been it's been quite a ride trying to predict what comes next. And um, I mean, I've seen myself the change back to some more traditional styles. I think we saw a lot of that last year. I think that's going to continue. Like pilsners and lagers, West Coast IPAs coming back. Um, New variances, maybe on the West Coast IPAs as well. We're seeing these cold IPAs. A California IPA is kind of a big style right now, starting to rile up a bit like of a lager base, if I understand correctly, malt build, but still with an IPA. Um, I, I think we might start to see more of that going back to tr- traditional, but still with a twist the way that we always, we always do beer in this industry here. You know, it's amazing to think that uh, the North Shore, I think, is now nine breweries in. Maybe yes. maybe ten. Yeah, and, and I was just actually talking with um, Vancouver's North Shore Tourism about the big craft beer week, which is coming up in November yep. in the North Shore. And there's all these events planned. And it's just imagine, if you will, that there was a time when I think there was maybe Greenleaf, which is no longer around, or Black Kettle, which is about to yep. celebrate nine years. Yep. And then you look at the growth of the industry. Virtually every area of the map that's populated has a beer scene. Isn't that crazy? I love it. Yeah, <laughs> like I, yeah, we, we we just had our tenure this last summer, and I'm I know that uh, the owners when it opened were not expecting that kind of scene. It was a, a love of the beer and almost more of a hobby at that point. I don't think they could have expected that craft beer would become what it has. But every local community kind of now has their own little hub. Like I'm born and raised Port Moody boy, and I love going out to Brewery Row and. I live now in East Van, very close to the East Van area, and then I work over on the North Shore, which we have a great community over there as well, and I think it's just, it's, it's awesome. Like, who, like, people love variety and just seem to be able to go and experience a few different places in a night. Well, um, I, one of the things that I think, too, Joe, is, is, is beer is one of those universal things that brings people together, right? Old, young, right? Married, unmarried, right? Different races. Like, you share a beer with somebody, there's a commonality there, right? And, and I think... 
as younger families are moving off to to certain areas, they're bringing that desire, that need, that want, and and that disposable income for that, right? And and that that why that's why we see Port Moody, we see you know what's happening in North Vancouver, we see what's happening in 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 you know the Surrey Delta Richmond area. So yeah, it, it, it's just incredible to see. Oh no, it is, and, and it's and it's only growing. I think maybe some of the heavily tapped out areas are kind of you know they're, they're they're plateaued but i mean when you look at what's uncharted in bc i mean I, when we started the show in 2010 there was 35 breweries and the last count i heard it was about 230 you know 12 years later um so i mean there's still probably pockets yeah. of bc where there's nothing and there will be something yeah. filled in i i don't know what the what the maple ridge beer scene is like and you can only imagine where it all goes because every neighborhood can support this and it takes places like Kingfishers that support local in return. I mean, again, why why not keep the money here? And why not why not support the people that sure. put the blood, sweat, and tears? That's what local craft beer is all no, about exactly. as well, right? Yeah. I mean, it's buying local and yeah. supporting local and getting local hops from Vancouver Island and supporting local delivery companies and local staff and keeping your tax dollars local. Like all of that is really important. Well, I see you're always bridged out. So what's the what's the merch situation situation like at uh, at Bridge Brewing? A little raided from Christmas. We sell a lot of <laughs> Coverage are a little bare right yeah, now. Okay. Yeah, but we're yeah. working on getting it in. The supply chain's a little slow right yeah. now. But yeah. I think that's something we've always done right. Um, we change what our merch it looks like, what the colors we have constantly when we order it. Um, part of that thinking is that our regulars, if you come in and it's that same gray hoodie all the time, maybe you've worn it for four years and then your girlfriend buys you the new one for Christmas because she wants to throw it out. But if you come in every time and it's at a different <laughs> logo and a different color, you're going to end up having four or five, you know, bridge logos at home and like for us like we want people to be wearing our brand that's what better marketing you see somebody wearing your shirt and you're going to believe that they like that product more than of just course. because some poster told you sure. it's good yeah uh what did you bring for us to try here because uh, whatever you poured here is really good yeah is, last time this? i was on the show we were just about to launch the newest flavor of our primetime family and primetime is a little you know sliced some of the calories and the and the carbs off of this thing that's yeah. the whole reason behind Absolutely. primetime yeah which right? i mean right now i think is a great time to talk about it as we were talking about feeling a little heavy after christmas it's january um new year's resolutions a lot of people are looking for something they can maybe change and then don't you don't quite want to just cut beer out of your diet. I mean, um, this is a beer that's very similar to like a straight vodka soda in terms of the stats. We have, uh, we're sitting at 1.5 carbs, 110 calories, but it's still 5%. It's not a light beer. You're not going down to 3%. So it's been a really successful product for us. We, were, uh, we launched the first one, I think, coming up almost five years ago. Now there's an IPA, a tropical, and then the newest one here, the Blackberry, which is um, launched. It's in all the BC liquor stores right now. It's on sale this month as well, but it's been a big hit. We've been really successful. That is for us. really good. That is in- incredible. Like, yeah. You don't really taste it up front, but all of a sudden you let it sit on your tongue for a little yeah. bit, and there it is, right? Yeah. A little different from the tropical we did. We're actually using like the same malt build as we use on the IPA, so you'll mm-hmm. see it, it's a bit darker, a little heavier, mm-hmm. but it was kind of a fall-winter version for us where the tropical, it's a... Uh, People aren't necessarily thinking mangoes and pineapples in the middle. No, exactly. <laughs> so tell us about the Prime Packs. Yeah, so we, we've kind of launched the Mix Packs recently, and I think that is something you see the market moving to a lot as well. I mean, how many times do you go to drink now, and you're maybe going through that singles fridge, and you're building together what you're going to drink in the night? Because craft beer drinkers don't want to drink the same beer six times sometimes. Like, that's kind of the fun of being a craft beer drinker. So we have um, the Prime Pack, which is the Prime Times in a 12-pack mixed together. And we've recently just launched this Best of Bridge Pack. It's an eight-pack, um, two of the Bourbon Blood Orange Wheat Ale, two of our North Shore Pale Ale, two of our Kolsch, and two of our Iron Workers IPA. So all the cores, all the classics, but you can get eight beers and split that with a friend for the night, and you can each have one of each, and you get that variety that people are looking for. And as you said, this is available in government stores, private, private stores, stores at all the brewery, the at, yeah. at our uh, restaurant bridge deck. Wow, I'll tell you, man, this is this is really good. This uh, this this blackberry is really hitting. It's it's hitting all the right noise. Uh, I know that you're. We're recording this on a Canucks game day. I know you're going to the game tonight, and uh, we want to let you go early. But let's have a toast to yes, Chino. to Chino. Okay. Cheers. 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 Let's share all the glasses. Cheers. All right. Thanks, Cheers. David Brown from Bridge. Cheers. Thanks for having me. I'm Bailey Murphy, stylist at the award-winning Avant-Garde Hair Studio in Yaletown. We're known for creative hair makeovers, both male and female, and if you're looking for something new this new year, come and see me. 2021 means it's time for a change and a fresh start and a fresh new look. If it's highlights, a fade, or just a bold new style for 2021, talk to me, Bailey Murphy. 
I'm at Avant Garde Hair Studio, 1075 Mainland Street in Yaletown, or you can email me, hairbybailey at gmail.com. That's hairbybailey, B A I L E Y Y, at gmail.com. You're listening to Just Here for the Beer Radio on Sportsnet 650 AM and 96.9 FM HD3, Canada's original dedicated beer radio broadcast for over a decade. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at JHFTB. It's Just Here for the Beer Radio and your hosts Joe Leary and Rick Mohabir. It is Just Here for the Beer Radio on Sportsnet 650 AM, also 96.9 FM. HD3, available for streaming through all streaming services and just here for the beer.com. Joe Lear along with Rick Mohabir at JHFTB on social media, broadcasting from the beautiful Kingfisher's Waterfront Bar and Grill in Maple Ridge. Um, we're sponsored in part by Emilio Fanati Pizza. Amazing pizza, which we've had the pleasure of enjoying many times. Three locations, Langley, White Rock, and Port Coquitlam. And speaking of Port Coquitlam, Rick, I was out that way last week. Our friend Goldman Chan, who is the head brewer of Taillight Brewing, yeah. is joining us. Goldman, nice to see you. Thank um, you, thank you. Just just out in uh, in Poco. Speaking of every area, has a great, a great beer community. I think Poco is now four in, five in, I want to say. Breweries. Oh, man, I have to count that out. Yeah, it's, hands, it's, right? it's, yeah it's, get, it's getting there. It's getting up yeah. there now. It's getting yeah. up there. And, and I think they're now in the process where they're trying to come up with a cutesy little name that sort of describes oh. the area, kind of a la Brewers Row. Mr. And Mr. Leary, that's right up your alley. And yeah, we're kind of yeah. we're kind of talking about something. But <laughs> I think what was interesting is that, uh, you know, we had heard not that long ago that Taillight was done. It was, yes. it was shut down. And who better than to talk to the source? Um, so you're very much open for business. Yeah, we um, we opened back up in uh, what is it November at the end of November, and uh, you know we've we've been open ever since. Uh, it was a long last year for uh, for myself and uh, and 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 Taillight, and you know we went through a, a sales process, and now you know we found the right owners, and we're back for business. We're open Tuesday to Sunday, and I believe Tuesdays we're open at one, and Wednesdays we're open at one, but. Uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we're good to go at 12. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it was it was good to see because, you know, again, um, you know, we, we always talk about the upside of the brewing industry and the growth of it, and you don't want to hear of the, the ones that sort of fall by the wayside. But fortunately, during COVID, there were no mass casualties. It was, no. it was pretty well established that the breweries were able to sort of create new ways of revenue and, and get their beer delivered or the governments were able to ease restrictions. But uh, I was so glad to hear that Taillight is back in business. And what what are you known for? What is, what is for those that haven't been familiar with the brand for a while, what, what is Taillight known for? Yeah, well, I mean, our, ba- our two main, um, I guess, big sellers is the Local Poco Czech Pilsner and the uh, Slack Tide Hazy Pale Ale. Uh, the Local Poco is, you know, a, a traditional style Czech Pilsner with uh, Czech sauce hops and... Um, uh, Pilsner malt bill and the uh, slack tide is is a really really you know hoppy I call it a baby IPA it's got a, a good IPA, of, I like that. yeah it's got it's got all the hoppiness of an IPA but at five five percent and it's got all the mouthfeel of an IPA. it's got the hoppiness without the sloppiness of an IPA is that what you're saying yeah pretty much yeah okay. you can have like two or three instead of having <laughs> one <laughs> right you know what really so, kills yeah. me though Joe yeah. of all the people that call it a baby IPA it's Goldwyn so mm-hmm. for those of you who don't know Goldwyn Goldwyn is very and I love it. Right, it's very science based, very geeky, very knowledgeable about his his beers and the chemistry behind his beers. Like, and so there's only a handful of guys in this industry that are like that, right? And mm-hmm. Nick Nazarek over at Shot Kona mm-hmm. is definitely yeah. one of them. So I love having these guys around just to hear the descriptors that they use for some of well, these. Well, not only that, but we were talking about this the other day when I was hanging out with Goldwyn, and Goldwyn comes from the best training ground in the world, from Big Beer. Yes. You know, and for all of the people you know that want to knock the big corporate mm-hmm. beers, they're a great training ground. And there's so many brewers that have come through Molson or Labatt because that's how you learn to make beer on a very, very large capacity. If you take that knowledge and then just kind of pare it down, you can run a pretty good operation. Yeah, I mean, like they, you know, we, they have all the KPIs, the metrics. They have to follow every parameter. And so, you know, working with them, you know, you learn to do things their way, which is very structured and very, you know, like not loosey-goosey. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when I came to the craft brewing scene, and we're more, you know, okay, like, okay, well, how are we going to do this? How are we going to make these flavors? 
I, I, I drew back from my Molson days and my Labatt, my Labatt days, and we're like, okay, we'll have to do it in a very structured manner sure. and follow through with the procedures and, and you know, document everything, mm -hmm. right? So, you know, Labatt and Molson, they have taught me a lot. I'm mm -hmm. very happy to be, you know, from that having having that tenure, right? So, yeah. Yeah. It, it's like, uh, and I've always said this, if you want to run restaurants, go to go through work through McDonald's. Yeah. Uh, go to yeah. Hamburger University. And, and, you know, again, you may think McDonald's, that's just fast food. No, but it's big food. It's big food. But they have their policy procedure no, no, and all exactly. of that stuff, Absol right? Absolutely. So, yeah. So, so Taylight is back up in operation. It's a big facility. I know you've got plans to expand the food program. And I think you you told me that you're about to do a reno on the tasting room. So what what's the latest on that? So we uh, we're talking about uh, I guess like redoing the whole whole tasting room. We have the design done. So right now we're just trying to figure out when we can get that executed, right? So so I'm I'm hoping that we can be we can sit down with the uh, the, the the construction crew and see how they want to I guess go forward with that and seeing if we can still operate during that time yeah. while. While we're, you know, like, while we're also... There's banging and yeah, crashing. And exactly, yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Ideally, they start at, I don't know, like, 5 in the morning. Work Ideally, like, yes. Four or so, yes. and then, then I can open up front of house. And, uh, well, I think one of the lucky things right? for you, though, so, yeah. is because you're in that industrial area, you really don't have to worry about too much residential um, and, and noise. The noise type. complaints, exactly. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, kind of the, that's kind of the good part. We're pretty, yeah, we're pretty industrial and... Uh, um, there's not yeah there's not a lot of time not a lot of time of people around so we can probably work work the, the hours that we don't need to be open, open. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it is called taillight brewing goldwyn chan is the head brewer uh continued success we look forward to seeing what clever name you guys come up with for your brewing scene in port Coquitlam. thanks for joining us awesome thank you very much joe cheers cheers, cheers. cheers. With Alex Jobson, real estate advisor of City to Suburb Real Estate Group from the Sutton Group West Coast Realty. Two decades of award-winning service. And Alex, what is the most important thing to look for when one seeks out a real estate advisor? Trust. No doubt in my mind. It needs to be trust. The governing bodies in our area for real estate um, put in place uh, things to protect you. However, you are spending on average in this market a million dollars, give or take, you need to be able to trust the realtor that you're asking to help you. And in your nearly two decades, you have built trust as well. You can find out some testimonials on citytosuburb.ca. He's Alex Jobson, real estate advisor, City to Suburb Real Estate Group of the Sutton Group West Coast Realty. Just here for the Beer Radio, sponsored in part by Angry Otter Liquor. Check out Angry Otter Liquor stores where local lives. Why choose between assortment and experience when you can have both? Shop the Angry Otter aisles with their trained team and vast curated selection. And with over $400,000 donated last year, know that the dollar you spend stays local. Angry Otter Liquor stores where local lives. Google Angry Otter Liquor stores or angryotterliquor.crs for a location near you. This is Just Here for the Beer Radio on Sportsnet 650 AM and 96.9 HD3, a Vancouver broadcast tradition since 2010. Check out the audio podcast at justhereforthebeer.com and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at JHFTV. Here again are your hosts, Joe Leary and Rick Moabeer. Just Here for the Beer Radio on Sportsnet 650, sponsored by 12 Kings Pub at the corner of 12th and Kingsway. Well, King's the home of karaoke Saturday nights. Awesome food, great selection of BC craft beer at 12 Kings Pub on Twitter and Instagram. You got it on Sportsnet 650 AM, also 96.9 FM HD3. Joe Leary and Rick Mohabir from JustHereForTheBeer.com at JHFTB on social media. And you can also go and stream any of our shows to all major streaming devices. We're broadcasting from the lovely Kingfishers Waterfront Bar and Grill in Maple Ridge. Now the sun is starting to shine. Yes, you can kind of get, kind of sense the realm of what this is like a couple of months river. from now. It's just beautiful, oh. beautiful spot on the Fraser River. Great patio area, great food, great cocktail program, and look who crashed the show. Yeah. It's our friend. Where did this guy come from? Mark, Mark <laughs> Bailey. Mark Bailey. Thank you, gentlemen. Who has... Uh, one of our generous sponsors on one of our other shows called the RTD Show. Um, Mark, I know this is this is a home game for you because you often extol the virtues of Maple Ridge, and I know that you have a place not far from here. Yes, sir. And this is a place you've mentioned to me a number of times. You, hey, you got to talk to my buddies at the Kingfisher's uh, Waterfront Bar and Grill. Well, here we are. Thanks, well, for, hey. thanks for making the uh, the overture. 
I know the West Coast Express probably doesn't run at the time you wanted to be out here to help you have a few more pops, but hey, I appreciate you gentlemen making the trek all the way out here. Anytime I get an opportunity to uh, showcase and talk about the Kingfisher out here, love to do so. This is the place to be in Maple Ridge, and they do an extensively great job here, not just with their craft beer program, but their craft cocktail program, as you just alluded to as well, of course, with their food. Uh, outstanding people, outstanding place to be. Well, I was going to say, because that's the, the, the realm that you're in, you know, we d we do this craft beer show, and we do a, a a spirits and RTD show, but you're in the spirits world because that's what you know. Yes, Beam sir. Suntory is is obviously a big purveyor of a lot of fine spirits in your in your catalog, and you've mentioned to me that cocktails are a vital part of Kingfishers, as are many other locations. So, what are some of the uh, what are some of the prominent brands well, that they incorporate into their drinks here? Well, I got to say, a lot of the things that they've done here have, have not been what I could say influenced by what I would say people within our industry. A lot of things that are done here are organic. And what I want to say by that is that the team here being, you know, Ted and Laura, the owners, and, and Greg as the general manager, they, they are just on it. So, you know, when I come here as a sales guy and we're talking about brands, they're already ahead of the game. They're already working on things in which that I'm trying to basically pitch or speak to. So it's not really hard to try to find a way to work with them when we're trying to talk about doing the best things. They've already found a way to do it. So when we're kind of coming in here, there's a way in which we can obviously talk and discuss how to tinker with things and hopefully find focuses of what our brands are on their menu. Uh, you know, living here in the community in which, uh, you know, the place is in Maple Ridge, coming down here often, I was a patron here for a long time. Really didn't find a, a means of trying to find a way to do business with them. I just really enjoy being here. It's a great place to be, right on the water, uh, you know, great community, very great community vibes with them as well. They're supporters of sports teams within the community, uh, as well as a lot of other uh, charitable causes. So really just the foundation and the roots here are set, and not hard to find a, a way to want to do business with these great people here. Well, as I said, though, but having so many iconic brands in your portfolio, I'm sure some of them have found their way into some of the cocktails yes, on, yes. on the menu. So, of course, yeah, I mean, we're talking, uh, we, you know, I had the opportunity to collaborate here with the general manager, as I just mentioned, Greg. My favorite cocktail here is the Kentucky Punch, and uh, it's a cocktail in which we formulated together one night. I got stuck here uh, you know, needing well, I like that. Got stuck here. Stuck here. Stuck yep. here. Yeah. Honey, I'm yeah. stuck at the bar. Yeah, there might have been a snowstorm. Yeah. Might <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> not have been. Yeah. Okay. There yeah. could have been a snowstorm. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, so you know, we we got we got into uh, our curiosity phase, and we started playing with some spirits. And next thing you know, we put a ball of Knob Creek, Kentucky straight uh, bourbon, and threw in some Campari and uh, some other competitive uh, brandage with some Southern Comfort. And the next thing you know, we whipped up this cocktail that's very evanescently. Um, it's sparkling, it, it's it's refreshing, but it, it's bourbon and it's got its roots. And we call it the Kentucky Punch because it's like a punch, but you got to be careful because you have a couple too many. You're definitely going to sneak up you, on you. It's going to punch you out. So uh, with, with that being said, that's my favorite cocktail on the list. I mean, they focus on a lot of other great brands of ours here uh, with Northern Keep Vodka, which we've got a great uh, partnership with the Nature Conservancy of Canada. Every bottle sold. Uh, we help protect uh, five square feet of ecological land, so they're very big on that, uh, carbon footprint focused and making sure that obviously they're uh, focused on, on the, you know, those sort, sort of things. Uh, we've got a big focus here with Maker's Mark, featured in a couple different cocktails as well. Uh, in addition to that, uh, we've got focus here with Hornitos Tequila. And, you know, the staple here in which uh, they've had for many, many years is the go-to. And if you ever find your way here, uh, it's not uh, necessarily poured with one of our brands, but I want to encourage you to give it a go, and that's the Bellini Bomb. And, uh, and if you find your way here, you got to give it a go. It is a Bellini with a bottle of a mini bottle of champagne poured into <laughs> it, and it is a reason to celebrate whether you need to celebrate or not. Yeah, it could be a Friday. Yeah, you know what's amazing is that every time we've had Mark on the shows, and we always do the shows generally in the Vancouver area, and Mark is dressed in business attire. <laughs> yeah, you, you yeah. can tell. Sweats and jeans. You, you Come can on, tell you it's, a love it's a local show. He's you gotta he's, love the guy. He's, Come he's on. pretty cash. Uh, you weren't wrong when you directed it to this place, though. I mean, it, it it's kind of a gem. I, as you drive around here. Like, there's a lot of still, you know, undeveloped oh, land and stuff, and all of a sudden, boom, this yeah. thing hits you. And, again, I'm sure you've seen this come summertime. we gotta, we got we to gotta plan to come back again when the sun is shining because this is just well, such a beautiful area. We're right on the water. Yeah. And next time, you guys better bring a couple sea dews because, you know, we can rip it right <laughs> out and right back, you know. Yeah. Uh, we used to have the Albion Ferry here that you need to be able to pop right back. And you right. talk about the, the Ale Trail. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a couple of breweries right across this river here. It's Fort, Fort Langley. Fort Langley. Across the road you know, there. It'd, be, yeah. it'd, it'd yeah. be great to see it back and... You know, when they eliminated it uh, not, not too long ago, mm -hmm. like maybe eight years ago, uh, 
you know, you could walk right on. And those a lot of these breweries and other companies weren't really, you know, going at that time. You know, it would be great to see it back. So I, I want to ask you, Mark, because one of the things that you have in your portfolio is they're called On the Rocks. Yes, sir. And these are pre-mixed high-end cocktails yes. that are sold in a couple of different sizes. A few different ones now, a actually. A few different? Yeah. Okay. And I know you've had them in some hotel mini bars, which yes, is sir. just a, a perfect thing. Um, I think that's the future. I, I honestly think that's the future, and I'm just curious to see how the On the Rock series has taken off. Well, it is on fire. So as we conclude our 2022 sales year and we look at numbers, I mean, we are in the triple-digit you know, sale percentage of, of numbers. And uh, you might see in some of your communities out there, you know, whether it's uh, some of the suburbs such as Coquitlam or Surrey, or, well, talk about Surrey, not Surrey, it's a big city, but... Uh, you know, all the way to downtown Vancouver, Richmond. We've got these on the rocks fridges now. So, you know, you call it on our, you know, your RTD show with ready to serve. Um, and right now, like, we're finding that category exploding, not just with our brands and products with on the rocks, but with a number of other competitors as well. And, you know, what it is is that we're seeing, for example, with Legacy Liquor Store, we've just cracked the top eight selling RTDs, which is including RTSs in the store, which is wild, considering number one's average, you know, price point is between 3 to $5.00. Our 375 mil, which is the espresso martini version out of our portfolio, is featured at $23. So to crack from one to, to seven <laughs> and look at yeah. that, the differentiation. Look at your competition there. Yeah, yeah. That, that's wild. So with, you know, with what you're alluding to, Joey, you're, you're bang on. It is, it is definitely the future. And you know, our portfolio and our lineup, you know, we've got a 100 mil, uh, 200 mil variety pack, a 375 mil, and now we're just releasing 750 mil because of the demand of it. So. Uh, you know, variations of cocktails that we have. We've got a margarita made with 100% agave hornitos. You know, we've got a cosmopolitan made with effing vodka, as we've joked about before. And effing is... Uh, Spelled E-F-F-E-N. Yes. <laughs> it's a brand. From the Netherlands. It's a brand. Dutch, Come on, you guys. Yeah. We've got an old-fashioned uh, made with Knob Creek. Uh, it's one of my bourbons I just spoke to that I love and part of my portfolio. And uh, now the espresso martini. So... Uh, you know, that one was just released here as well, and that's the one that just cracked that list that we just mentioned with, with regards to Lacey Liquor Store downtown uh, Olympic Village, Vancouver. Well, Mark, we first of all, thank you so much for recommending Kingfishers because yeah. this is just such a cool location. And um, thank you for your recommendations in terms of cocktails. We've had him on our shows, on our RTD show many times, and your products, the especially the... Um, the On the Rock series is incredible. I know that, that there's been a little bit of a delay sometimes in getting some of the product up from, from the States, but now you're seeing that there's a pretty good variety available in most places of distribution. Yeah, BC Liquor Store, you're going to find a 375 mil. Look at the checkout stand if you're in a BC Liquor Store. You're going to probably find a 375 mil, either of an old-fashioned uh, Cosmopolitan or uh, Espresso Martini. Uh, margaritas have been a little bit issue right now with stock, but private retail as well, we're going to find even more four sizes and more different formats, as well as specific branded On the Rocks, he is Mark Bailey from Beam Centauri. Our thank you to Mark for recommending us as we broadcast from Kingfisher's Waterfront Bar and Grill in Newport. Vancouver Young Actor School gives kids the confidence to do anything on and off camera. Take Melissa, whose daughter Emma is in the program right now. Before Vancouver Young Actor School, she was shy and lacked confidence. I noticed a difference after only a few short months. She just seemed so much more centered and willing to get out there and be a part of something. Act now. Classes are starting soon. Oh my goodness, she's made so many friends. She's become an amazing person just through taking classes here. Sign up today at Vancouver VancouverYoungActorSchool.com. From all of us at Emilio Finati Pizzeria, we want to thank you for your appetites. We're your award-winning thin crust pizzeria in White Rock, Langley City, and Port Coquitlam. We look forward to cooking for you. Check our menu out at EmilioFinati.com, and we hope the rest of your day is smooth like a fine cheese. Listening to Just Here for the Beer Radio on Sportsnet 650 AM and 96.9 FM HD3, Canada's original dedicated beer radio broadcast for over a decade. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at JHFTB. It's Just Here for the Beer Radio and your host Joe Leary and Rick Mohabir. Just here for the Beer Radio on Sportsnet 650 AM, also at 96.9 FM HD3. Sponsored by 12 Kings Pub, our buddy Armin at the corner of 12th and Kingsway. 12 Kings is the home of karaoke Saturday nights. Awesome food, great selection of BC craft beer. And uh, trivia with my buddy DJ Storm. 
every Thursday night. We are broadcasting from the beautiful Kingfisher's Waterfront Bar and Grill in Maple Ridge. Uh, by the way, live music uh, goes on here every Tuesday to nice. Saturday. How does this get any better? You got great food, you got a great selection of beer, fabulous oh, cocktails, by amazing way, view. view, live music from Tuesday to Saturday at Kingfisher's Waterfront Bar and Grill in Maple Ridge. And of course, you can check them out online at uh, kingfisherspub.com. On Twitter, it's Kingfisher's News. And on Instagram, Kingfisher Pub. Look at who is, ladies yes. and gentlemen, Mr. John Razier. Made, made it Phil- back. Phillips Brewing and Malting. This is kind of actually. In your in your territory now because it is. Yeah. we've had you on the show for a number of years, and you kind of moved out to the extended areas of the Lower Mainland, and this is kind of in your uh, in your backyard. Yeah, it's uh, it's a bit of a blast from the past for me. Like uh, you know, I've been working with Greg since uh, basically when I started at Phillips. So actually, oh, wow. um, began in the Fraser Valley, uh, moved to Vancouver South, where that was the bulk of the time yes. we were doing shows together, and now back in the Valley once again. Right. Um, and, uh, and yeah, back here at the Kingfisher, we've been delightfully treated to uh, a wonderful uh, sunset, actually. Yes, you know? yes Beautiful. we have. It's cloudy yeah. and rainy everywhere. Literally, <laughs> yeah. I think I touched a good chunk of most of my territory yeah. today. Uh, and then being treated with a nice sunset here, that's that's pretty great. So, so uh, you, you were telling us that y- you are kind of playing through pain. It's yeah. a, I, we call it, I guess, it's an upper body injury. Upper body injury, <laughs> right. uh, undisclosed, you know, yeah. uh, a little hitch in my giddy-up yeah, for yeah. the most part, but, yeah. uh, you know, uh, still available to answer the bell today. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Okay, and yeah. rock. A little, little extra timber in the voice. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, and, and rocking the AJ's pizza hat. Got, got oh, yeah. My, my, I got to one of my favorite big, pizza big, places big in the entire city. Uh, you can't go wrong there at AJ's. No, okay, so what's going on with Phillips? Uh, you are now in the non- Elk game. Yes. Not that I'm saying you're now in it, but this is something that you want to talk about. 100%. Um, and and this is because there's been so many different you know metamorphoses of the beer game. Mm-hmm. Um, but you could, you know back in my day, I think it was O'Doul's. That's right. Was yeah. non-elk, and yeah. it was horrible. That was about it. It was about it. And you know what? The uh, the trauma that we all endured drinking non-alcoholic <laughs> O'Doul's right. still lasts with us today. Fortunately, um, for the craft beer market and those consumers looking for non-alcoholic product the development in just brewing beer as a whole but also uh, transitioning that into non-alcoholic beer production uh, has allowed us to have much more flavorful products so now you're not drinking um, you know the non-alcoholic representation of what a beer could be Um, you know uh, you're actually drinking a beer that tastes like a beer except there's just no alcohol in it Mm. Um, so that's it's a very difficult process obviously takes a lot of trial and error and a committed team to accomplish such Mm -hmm. uh, a product so fortunately we have both of those things at the brewery right now and we were able to come up with three different brands uh, of our non-alcoholic beer called iota um, and it entered the market, I'd say, you know, mid-Q1 of last year, uh, predominantly found at that time mostly in grocery. Um, but as the consumer's demands have changed, um, so has the buying, um, or, or sorry, what they're shopping for has changed. So even though somebody might sit down with a six-pack of Blue Buck, they might all of a sudden throw a couple of non-alks in, in the middle of that. So they're still having what they want, but they're not sideways by the end of the night. Um, you know, so that's that's just something that consumers are factoring in more than ever, which is, I think, one of the reasons why we decided to uh, dip our toes into those waters and, and see how that would go. And um, we've been pleasantly surprised, to be honest with you. It's been widely received very well, especially with the hazy IPA and the pale ale, um, and, and consumers are loving it. I, I think that in, in, in the old days, uh, non-alcoholic beer was just a company tried to make something that was a reasonable facsimile of a beer without any alcohol in it. I think then the, the method got more sophisticated, yes. and you found a way to pull the alcohol out of it. You still went through the process. Yeah. So now you have a reasonable facsimile. And again, for my money, I remember when we had Central City, when they did Red Racer D-Elk. Yeah, yes. the street legal. The street legal. Street legal. And, yeah. and you know yeah. what? I mean, for all intents and purposes, that just t- it's like it's like Diet Coke doesn't taste like Coke. Coke Zero Sugar tastes like Coke. Exactly. They've, they've found a way to perfect the, the method, and obviously that's what Phillips is working on. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. And, you know, the continuous development of brewing beer and different styles and approaches to uh, making a, a craft beer, uh, those have just evolved. You know, you look at uh, a lot of the university programs, post-secondary programs that are scattered around the province, 
but also Western Canada and into Eastern Canada as well. There's a lot more opportunity and a lot more ideas coming into how to make beer. Um, and that obviously is, is being... Um, you know, pushed even further along by the development of the technology. So obviously when you look at what Odules was doing back in the day, they didn't have the advantage of the knowledge and technology we have now to ensure that the flavor profile is what customers actually want. And I think there's a little, been a little bit of a change there too because basically Odules was just watered down beer exactly. essentially, right? Yeah. But now I, I think, uh, to, to build on what John has said, I think with the especially with a, a program like KPU, for mm -hmm. example, where you're having these new and younger brewers come out and, and they're looking, and, and, and you can speak on this, John, is, is consumers also want a de-elk beer, and, and not always all the time, but maybe, you know, on a special occasion, maybe mm -hmm. it's a wedding and, you, and you're yeah. the best man and you don't always want to be, you know, well, cut up and, and exactly. ready for that, right? And you, 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 it, so, it's, so it's always a very interesting um, to hear that those evolutions, right, mm -hmm. and and it's not just based on an, a, a lager, right? Like now yeah. you can have an IPA, now you can have maybe even a sour coming down the road, and, and different flavor profiles there, which is really really interesting to me as well. Well, the customers are, are very educated on what's out there, and they lead the development. To be honest with you, right? When customers are asking for something, it's essentially on us to go ahead and try and provide that. Um, and that's that's to be said in any single industry. It's the same thing for tech. You know what I mean? True. Like customers have demands. Tech, in, tech industry uh, is responsible for fulfilling those demands. Same thing with craft. And, and, you know, for us, we really want to make sure that if there is a strong demand, which there is right now, because um, let's face it, I think people's approach to uh, having a night out drinking has changed. It's now no longer a sprint. It's a marathon. Correct. You know what I mean? We're yep. back in the day. It was more of a sprint. You had to play catch up to your friends that were already there. Yeah. You know, uh, now it's like, you know, I, I want to be part of the action for the entirety of the, the, the time that I'm out. Um, so I might have to just factor in a couple of non-alcs in there. But I want it to taste the same. I don't want to just be sitting at the bar with something that looks like yes. a beer, but we're all aware it's not But I beer. think that's that old man mentality, right? Where now you want to go out and you want to enjoy yeah, that flavor, exactly. but you don't want to be stumbling yeah. at the end of the night exactly right? you you uh invoke the name of sour and of course dino sour is yes. the thing that phillips has really launched a thousand ships with i mean phillips was the home of blue buck yeah um but i think the dino sour has really taken off it's you know it's been a real evolution you know phil in the nine and a half years i've been with phillips uh we've constantly evolved and yes you're right like we we definitely were and still are the house of blue buck but we were definitely at that time, when I first started, more known for our successes with IPAs, pale ales, uh, hop-forward beers. Um, but we've grown so much, and obviously the, the demands of the customer have grown so much too, and sour beer has now become um, such a volatile part of the market that's growing so much. And I think for people that enjoy RTDs, you know, wine drinkers, mm -hmm. they expect something with a different mouthfeel than a typical IPA or lager or pale ale. They want something that's got a little bit more flavor, hits different areas of their palate. And I think sour beers, especially with the progression of that style, satisfy that need. And when it comes to Dino Sour and that brand, you know, it, it, it was a little bit of a happy accident for us where it wasn't the intention for, our, for a, this brand to essentially take as much hold as it has. But the fact that it's succeeded like it has, we've, we've just gotten behind it and we've tried to spur on that momentum. So this brand continues to grow. When it first came out, it was just Dino Blackberry, which transitioned into Dino Pink Lemonade. Yeah. Uh, and now we have Stone Fruit that's yeah. widely available in the market. You know, with our Jurassic Pack, we offer a few different styles as well. We had raspberry lime, which was a new one, strawberry rhubarb. Now we got grapefruit as well. So a lot of different offerings when it comes to the dinosaur. And, and, and you know what's so cool is to know the origin. You said you've been with uh, Phillips for nine years. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know how many years prior to that uh, Matt started the, the brewery, but it's such a great story to realize what he went through at a time when people thought he was yeah. nuts. And the crazy thing about him, too, not, like obviously a lot of people know about you know what he did as far as, you know, maxing out every credit card to get with. <laughs> what a lot of people don't know is that a lot of the tanks that he used in those first days of brewing beer, he welded together himself. Yeah. So not only was he the brewer, uh, the salesman, the idea behind the entire brand, but he's also a machinist and a welder at the same time, too. Yeah. Which and, is and he slept in the brewery. And he slept I, in the brewery. <laughs> and, and think about yeah. it. That's a very motivated young yeah. man in yeah. his early 20s that had a vision for what he wanted to do. And it was going to take some some risks and some gambles, and he, and he made it happen. And here we are 21, 22 years later. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. 
you know, it's been a wonderful success story, and, and now we're launching new brands. Shout out to Matt Phillips. Uh, our pleasure, as always, to have Mr. Uh, John Razier on the show. Uh, best in 2023. Hopefully, we'll see you later in the year. 100%. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, buddy. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you, everyone. From all of us at Emilio Finati Pizzeria, we want to thank you for your appetites. We're your award-winning Thin Crust Pizzeria in White Rock, Langley City, and Port Coquillum. We look forward to cooking for you. Check our menu out at emiliofinati.com. And we hope the rest of your day is smooth like a fine cheese. Vancouver Young Actor School gives kids the confidence to do anything on and off camera. Take Melissa, whose daughter Emma is in the program right now. Before Vancouver Young Actor School, she was shy and lacked confidence. I noticed a difference after only a few short months. She just seemed so much more centered and willing to get out there and be a part of something. Act now. Classes are starting soon. Oh my goodness, she's made so many friends. She's become an amazing person just through taking classes here. Sign up today at Vancouver. Cooper Young Actor School dot com. Beer for the beer. For the beer. Beer for the beer. For the beer. The time is here. Let's raise the cheers. Just beer for the beer. You're listening to Just Here for the Beer Radio on Sportsnet 650 AM and 96.9 FM HD3, Canada's original dedicated beer radio broadcast for over a decade. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at JHFTB. It's Just Here for the Beer Radio and your hosts Joe Leary and Rick Mohabir. It is just here for the Beer Radio, broadcasting through Sportsnet 650 AM, also at 96.9 FM HD3, and available for streaming through all streaming services. The podcast available at justhereforthebeer.com. Joe Leary, along with Nick Nazarek, who is the brew master of Strathcona Brewing. We're actually taking some time out and sitting in Strathcona. It's been a while since we've been here. Yeah. It's such a cool environment here. I keep saying it looks like it should be a fancy cocktail lounge in Yale Town or something, <laughs> yeah. right? It's all right, though. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but what's been going on? How was how was the holiday season? Was it Was it a stampede? for beer? Uh, a little bit here and there, you know. Like, people are always in the time coming up towards Christmas very happy to buy a bunch of beer, but the week before, like, all the liquor stores were pretty stocked up. People got what they need for the most part. Uh, and then afterwards, you know, going up to New Year's, you have a little bit of a rush, and then it's January 1st, and you know, you know what time it is? It's at that time that everybody takes a break. Well, it's funny, <laughs> Nick, because as we're talking here, it's like mid-January, and, I mean, again, they, they, you forget just how fast time goes by. So next thing you know, it's going to be spring, and then it's going to be summer. And I guess in your business, you always have to be looking ahead and planning ahead because you need time in your tanks to get together with what it is you want. Yeah, especially if you're making the lager or something. That can yeah. be two or three months away. Yeah. So you got you to be thinking ahead for sure. Even the quickest turnaround time, really, unless you're making like a Kvike beer, is like two weeks. And then it's Even then it's like three days or four days, which is still pretty. I don't know. So have you had any issues here with your capacity? Because I know that you know we've been here since day one yeah. when Strath went up his doors. Hard to believe six years ago. Yeah. Hard to believe that. But um, you know, you seem to have brought more equipment in. Are you able to withstand the demand? Uh, for now, yeah. yeah for <laughs> obviously, now. obviously, you know, like like January is a little bit slower, so we have a couple free tanks, but that's just leaving us more room that we have a couple collabs planned uh, in the next two or three months um, with a couple different places. Some really cool stuff. I can't say anything yet, but no, it's gonna be it's yeah. gonna be uh, it's gonna be cool. There's some cool stuff. So, so when when you collaborate, because we as a radio broadcast have done a lot yeah. of collabs ourselves. And obviously, we're not beer people. We know how to help market beer, yeah. but we don't know how to make beer. So when, when you collaborate with name, name a brewery that you've worked with, is it basically you as brewmaster and their head brewer sit down and you just kind of hash out what it is you think would be kind of cool? Yeah, yeah, really. And we like doing like a kind of one-for-one take on collabs. So like we'll usually be like, hey, do you guys want to do a collab? And we'll do – because it's, it's hard because – you have to think about the monetization of it as well. Like, if you're going somewhere to do a collab, then they're probably going to be paying for all the ingredients. Therefore, they're going to be doing all of the work, and sure. they're going to be keeping all the profits at the same time. Sure. So, but there has to be kind of an incentive to do that. So whether that's using something cool that you've never done before, creating some kind of relationship that you didn't have before, or doing what we do, which is kind of like you do one and one, right? So you, you come up with like a, either you come up with two completely unique beers, and you do one here and one there. So you do you can kind of like split that. You get the cross marketing from both of them, but then you all also get to keep the profits from the batch that was made in your facility. Um, you can either kind of do that or 
Awesome. Uh, but do you do you yeah. actually like you take a look at you take a look at the market? Do you look at what, are, what you already have in your portfolio, yeah. what they have in theirs, and do something totally different? Yeah. Or you or you stick to a theme. That's kind of what I was thinking before. Is or you stick to a theme? You go, oh, let's try uh, using a certain hop. Let's do one hazy, one clear, or let's do a single and a double of the same kind of thing, or um, one fruit and one not, mm-hmm. or et cetera, et cetera. You know. Now, now speaking of fruit, uh, we're talking with Nick Nazarek, the brewmaster from Strathcona Brewing, on just here for the beer. Um, speaking of fruit, the prices have elevated hugely. I, mean, I can see you rolling your eyes. You're, you're well aware of it. Uh, it was staggering when somebody explained to me, like things like raspberry. So, so things that you might have wanted to use in a fruit beer or in a sour or something, oh, the yeah. cost has just become prohibitive. Oh, it, it is prohibitive, actually. We used to make a lot of raspberry beers. Um, that one specifically is very expensive now. Um, and it's gotten to the point where... You'd have to charge almost like twenty-two dollars a four-pack wholesale, Which, just to yeah, make it yeah. so that you can break even on that. Because yeah. it's literally yeah, it, the amount. Well, or you just add nothing, right? Yeah. And then you're paying this huge amount for like a slight red color and a slight raspberry flavor. So you just have to use other things that aren't so expensive. Do you think? I think the public is kind of aware of that because if they've been to a grocery store and tried to buy any fruit and vegetables, yeah. they've probably noticed the cost has has gone up. But um, so that sort of does put a deterrent on. But you still have something kind of cool you were telling about coming up in your. Uh, in your next little while. Oh, yeah, we have. So we just came out with last week, I want to say, um, uh, an Imperial Blueberry Colada Sour. So that's our next Imperial Love Buzz. Uh, blueberry Colada. So blueberries, pineapples, a bunch of coconut. That one's really good. Um, but we're also coming out with a cranberry crumble, which is our next regular level. Okay, now I get what the cranberry would be. What's the crumble for? So the crumble is brown sugar, graham cracker, uh, crumbs, and a little bit of vanilla. So it just kind of adds like a roundness but to it's, it. But it's blended in. It's not going to have like a gritty taste to it. No, no. We, we, we actually put the graham cracker crumbs in the mash. Right. Which yeah. makes it really sticky, but yeah. but it, it adds flavor to it. And that way you can kind of, because my, my science behind that is that you have all this starch that's not broken down in, into, into sugars yet. Um, just like you do in, in grain, but you're using the enzymes in the malt itself during your mash step to convert the graham cracker crumb starch into sugars as well. And when is that available? Uh, I want to say next Friday. Okay, it sounds pretty tasty. Yeah, not this Friday, but next Friday. Um, we're just uh, finalizing the label and stuff like that. So. Well, no visit to Strathcona is complete without a little talk of the food. Um, what's new on the menu? What are you uh, What are you digging? What are you recommending? Oh, so we started recently. Um, well, we also we have Italian sandwiches, like deli sandwiches for lunch now, which are very, very good. Um, we also started doing a feature sandwich. So last week it was porchetta, which was, oh my God, it was so good. And this week is actually a vegetarian sandwich with um, its mushrooms and zucchini and uh, spinach with a whipped feta and you know like I was like thinking about it I'm like uh, I don't know how, how much of a sandwich is without without meat on it but I tried it and it was yeah. so good it almost was like a it was almost like a like a like a Greek salad but like in sandwich form dang that sounds good it was really good Nick Nazarek is the brewmaster of Strathcona Brewing uh, just here for the beer uh, good to see you man and happy birthday oh thank you very much cheers cheers I'm Bailey Murphy, stylist at the award-winning avant-garde hair studio in Yaletown. We're known for creative hair makeovers, both male and female. And if you're looking for something new this new year, come and see me. 2021 means it's time for a change and a fresh start and a fresh new look. If it's highlights, a fade, or just a bold new style for 2021, talk to me, Bailey Murphy. I'm at Avant-Garde Hair Studio, 1075 Mainland Street in Yaletown, or you can email me, hairbybailey at gmail.com. That's hairbybailey, B-A-I-L-E-Y-Y at gmail.com. This is just here for the beer radio on Sportsnet 650 AM and 96.9 HD3, a Vancouver broadcast tradition since 2010. Check out the audio podcast at justhereforthebeer.com and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at JHFTB. Here again are your hosts, Joe Leary and Rick Moabeer. Just here for the beer radio is sponsored by Angry Otter Liquor Stores and their flagship liquor on 248. You can check out Angry Otter Liquor Stores where local lives. Shop the Angry Otter Isles with their trained team and vast curated selection. Angry Otter Liquor. For find a location near you, just go to angryotterliquor.crs. Just here for the beer radio on Sportsnet 650 AM, also 96.9 FM HD3 and available to be 
downloaded through all streaming services for the podcast. Joe Leary, Rick Mohabir Sir. from Just Here for the Beer uh, Just Here for the Beer Brewery Tours up and running. Up and running. You can uh, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Pick pick your area. Pick pick your number of people. Yeah. You've got a couple of options. We've got a couple of options. We try to keep the group around ten to twelve, and that's kind of manageable for everybody and and for our brewery partners. But uh, yeah, I mean, one of the best things that you can do with us is because we've been around for so long. We, you might even get a chance to meet the owners. So. It's uh, always a, gr- a fun time. And you have a couple of different vehicles with different configurations. Correct. We have a uh, retired handy dart bus, so anybody that's wheelchair-bound or sure. has mobility issues will definitely be able to take care of you. We are broadcasting from Kingfisher's Pub. This is the Kingfisher's um, Waterfront Bar and Grill in Maple Ridge. What a beautiful oh, location. this! Right, right on the Fraser River. Yeah. Recommended by our friend Mark Bailey, uh, the Beam Suntory guy. We're joined by Mr. Ted Hume, who is in the ownership group. <laughs> and uh, and Greg Herman, who is the general manager, thank you so much for uh, having us out here. Tell us the origins. What what made you buy a bar, Ted? Why? Buy. You created. Yeah, no, we um, we talked about it for years. The family's been down here. We've been a family business in Maple Ridge, and particularly the Albion area, since 1958, and we were. Formerly in uh, in the wood industry, and um, got down to a point where we were trying. My wife and I were looking at uh, what we wanted to do, and um, she had a very uh, strong opinion. And we went. She took me for a walk around the seawall and said, "Look, you got 15 more years of good work left in you. Let's. Uh, <laughs> what, what do you want to put it to? And um, do you want to do what we wanted to do? So we we made the choice, and we thankfully had a lot of support from our family because it was a big change and um, they were completely behind it supported it so 2006 we started the ball rolling and a lot of support from the community and the people involved and uh, we got to open the doors and we've been here since well this is our 16th year so and and other than a couple of years which we now refer to as those bad those bad those bad years those years um, we're hopefully back to situation seemingly normal uh greg herman uh, the general manager we were kind of talking off air you've kind of been behind the wood at places over the course of the years but you kind of need a good base this looks like a really solid base for you to be involved in oh it's uh, it's so fortunate to work at a place like this uh, you know the, the, the it starts with the ownership i mean um ted and Lori have been absolutely amazing and have always been super involved in the community so that first and foremost has always been a big part of what we do, and Ted has a love for craft that that you guys cannot fathom. <laughs> so, so when it comes to never mind just beer, but whether it's cocktails or or, or just overall hospitality, um, there's no obstacles as far as far as what we do here and and, and what we can offer our guests uh, as, uh, as as something a little more special when they come here. Sure. And, and, it, and it's reflective. It, it, it is, and I think also, Rick, as we often talk about when we get out of the, the, the major center that we do the show primarily from, local is so important. And, and there's various different Definitely. areas of local. I mean, I mean, all of southern BC is local. All of the lower mainland is local. But then you get, like, super local. And I think you were saying that you even, like, you've got some growing space here. Uh, outside, yeah, yeah we've um, for I guess two years now. We've been we had a small garden going, and we've always tried to dabble in you know with growing our herbs and stuff. Now this year we're kind of going to try and expand that as uh, as much as we can to bring in um, fresh arugula and, and spinach while it's while it's growing. You know, just everything. The idea is to it's all a community based kind of thing. Local is community, and, and, and my local is. No, no. I'm just saying it's, it's awesome to see this coming from the top down, right? Because a lot of places where that, that we've gone to, Joe, like, I don't want to say that ownership is removed. They still have a hand in it. But to see the passion and that just feed down from not, not just ownership, but to the general manager, but to, to the staff. I mean, like when we walked in and, and, you know, staff were just right there, cordial, pleasant. It's like, yeah, 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 guys, come come on. We got you set up over here. We, we, you know, can I get you? What do you guys need? And, and you know, it's beautiful to see that. Mm-hmm. You, touch on the, you touch on the absolute core of what uh, this place is all about. It's our people. Yeah. Uh, the folks that walk in the door or the folks that are already here to greet you. It's all about making the, the, our guests in our house 
feel welcome, and it starts with the people that we have, that I get a chance to work with every day. Exactly. You know, it's 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 it's, it's a wonderful experience. People, you know, you know, like the business is the business is the business. It's what sure. it is. But but um, the people that that are involved in it, we talk about the beer industry, and one of the things that that always amazes me is is how collaborative. The beer industry, mm-hmm. is, you know, like you can't. Oh, they, they're you so they, they work with each other so much. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah, like like they pop each other's tires. All yeah, time. yeah, it's 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 un, like unlike any other uh, yeah, any industry out there. Absolutely. Uh, so so Greg, the one thing when I spoke to you before we when we were booking into working on uh, the arrangements on the show, the one thing I said that I had not been out here before, and I checked out the website. And what really surprised me was that, considering that the you know the word pub is thrown around, and then you look at the menu, it's it's not what you think of from a typical. It's not wings and fries and yeah. and and onion rings and stuff like that. It's a pretty elaborate menu, obviously crafted Definitely. based on your customer base, your ownership group. In terms of here's what we're putting forth. We're not just going to be just another pub on a street mm-hmm. somewhere in Maple Ridge. That's right. Well, we've decided that you know, well, well. Uh, Upon the inception, we've always been a pub. We've always been, you know, an essence of the word pub is 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 basically to welcome everybody to come in for food or drink or whenever you like, and no worries about it. But at the end of the day, we also have this beautiful waterfront location, and we have we have embraced local. <laughs> and when you embrace local and you start applying it to everything that you're doing. We are we are doing we our our menu is incredible. When when we're, when we're talking, um, we're, we're we're growing some of our own our own fruits and vegetables and things that we're using for our menu. And um, I think all in all, this is just really at the end of the day, we want to be about hospitality. Yeah, people absolutely for sure. And, yeah. And yeah, and that and that stems from the direction of the of the ownership group. So, um, what do you see going forward? I mean, and we're, we're, as we talked about the those two you know blimp years that we kind of put behind us, um, it looks like we're on the road to recovery. What's the future? Is this an area that you can see being further developed in the next five to ten years with other places sort of dotting the street here or? What do you think happens? You know, that's a that's a that's a question I've been asking myself since I came here in '76. So um, <laughs> it's been uh, there's so much opportunity in uh, in this particular area. Um, it's it's absolutely stunning uh, um, the views like of the waterfront yeah. and stuff like that. But and it's and it's ripe for it's ripe for change, ripe for development, or ripe to stay the same. I mean, there's a lot of folks on this road here that have spent their whole life, generations. There's gen- like the gentleman that owns the building and the business two doors down from us on the other side of the old ferry slip here. He's, he's, he, he has a third generation starting. We are actually yeah. Lori, my, Lori, my the other part of the owner group mm-hmm. <laughs> you know we're second generation let's say you know and and there's three and four there's sec- there's third and fourth coming behind us so there's there's lots of room for growth and change some people don't want to leave their businesses that they've spent yeah. generations yep. down here yep. but the area itself is right for development well i'll tell you what i think is going to happen is we're going to do a little collab just here for the beer teaming up with the makers mark bar oh we're going yes. to create a little oh, something so to we're going to crash over at mr bailey's house the uh, kingfishers <laughs> check them out online kingfisherspub.com on twitter kingfishers news and on instagram kingfisher pub uh ted hume the of the ownership group greg herman the general manager thank you so much for having us this is yes. such a cool spot cheers you cheers you got it. it cheers Just here for the Beer Radio, sponsored in part by Angry Otter Liquor. Check out Angry Otter Liquor stores where local lives. Why choose between assortment and experience when you can have both? Shop the Angry Otter aisles with their trained team and vast curated selection. And with over $400,000 donated last year, know that the dollar you spend stays local. Angry Otter Liquor stores where local lives. Google Angry Otter Liquor stores or angryotterliquor.crs for a location near you. (laughs) 
This is Just Here for the Beer Radio on Sportsnet 650 AM and 96.9 HD3, a Vancouver broadcast tradition since 2010. Check out the audio podcast at justhereforthebeer.com and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at JHFTB. Here again are your hosts, Joe Leary and Rick Moabeer. And that is a wrap for Just Here for the Beer Radio, broadcasting from Kingfisher's Waterfront Bar and Grill in Maple Ridge, overlooking the Fraser River. What a gorgeous city this is going to be. Can you just imagine a couple months from now when they... In summer the is actually summer, here. Temp, talking temps, about you know, and digits. Oh. oh my goodness. It's going to be so good. Our thanks to all our sponsors that uh, participate in our show. You can always check the show out at Just Here for the Beer uh, on social media, justhereforthebeer.com. And you can also stream us and download us through most major streaming devices. Our thanks to uh, Ted the of the Ownership Group, Greg Herman, the General Manager of Kingfisher's Waterfront Bar and Grill. We got to make a point of coming back again. Oh, most definitely. I want to say like maybe three, four, five, six months down the road. You and I are going to have to do a little road trip out this way, buddy. And we'll talk to our friend Mark Bailey from Beam Centauri for hooking this up. That is a wrap. Thanks to our producer, Greg Bell. Yeah, baby. That is it for Just Here for the Beer. Just Here for the Beer Radio is heard exclusively on Sportsnet 650 and is podcast through justhereforthebeer.com. For more information, check out justhereforthebeer.com and on Instagram and Twitter at JHFTB.